0: Welcome to the Inaugural Adventure Pants Podcast, the one and only podcast sprung forth from the crinkly, rum-soaked gray matter of Mr. Triplano and his fabulous guests. We have for our Inaugural Episode, my little brother, Andrew Lano. Hello. The way that Adventure Pants works is very simple. My guests each week will tell me about one of their greatest life adventures, because I find adventures to be the most exhilarating reason to get out of bed in the morning. So I want to hear about their greatest adventure, and then we'll have a bit of a discussion. This week will be the most, perhaps the most topical thing we'll ever get into, as Andrew and I just got back from seeing the Evil Dead remake, and we will be telling you all about that. But first, it is time to hear of that adventure. So without further ado, Andrew, take it away.
1: Well, this is an adventure that was told to me because I remember very little of it. Oh, boy. It is my 21st birthday. Which was just a few months back. Yeah, February 4th, 2013. Um, I had a happening birthday. It was me, my best friend, Heather. My thirty-eight-year-old brother and his special ed teacher girlfriend on a Sunday at a bar in Westchester.
0: I think that's how they draw it up. When you're they, when like the ideal, the ideal way to celebrate my twenty-first birthday is Sunday night with three people, two of whom are much older than me. <laughs> that doesn't make them like unsuitable
1: for partying. Well, no, but it's just a college kid. And you're like, oh yeah, who was there? my older brother
0: now are you one of the first in your crew to turn 21 is that is that part of the reason
1: kind of okay um and also it was a sunday so okay. people were like because we had our aids benefit coming up so everyone was crapping out um but i was fine most of the night yes i got there i had a shot i had another shot this
0: is a local watering hole where you got
1: to yeah Okay. uh you
0: yeah you don't have to say where just local watering, local watering hole. yes
1: um uh, gig bought me a shot and then my friend heather bought me a shot okay. and then some stranger saw that i was wearing a crown and a birthday t-shirt that i made and so uh, she bought me a tell, shot. To,
0: uh, paint the picture theater of the mind here so you weren't i saw it on skype but you had the crown on i had a plastic crown on that right. i
1: use i wear every birthday well i have to get a new one because i don't know where it went okay um
0: i assume we'll get to that
1: eventually yeah uh i made myself a t-shirt a birthday t-shirt with iron on letters so it said Um, my 21st birthday and the date in the back said, like, buy me a drink. And my idea was that everyone who bought me a drink or a shot would sign my shirt. So I was like, oh, I can remember the night I won't. And... Makes sense. Yeah. And, uh, it sort of helped the next morning to be able to, like, look at the shirt and see everything.
0: Count the names up, as it were. Yes. Okay.
1: And, um, so I'm wearing this outfit and it's February and it's chilly. Okay. Okay. And uh, so the woman saw me and was like, oh, is it your birthday? And I was like, yes, it is. So she said, can I buy you a shot? And I was like, of course you can. Sure, why not? So she bought me a shot. I don't even remember what it was. Um, And the best part was telling that story later when Heather and I were recounting my shots. And I said, oh, I don't know what the stranger gave me. And everyone went, what? And I then would go, no, no, no. It wasn't a stranger with a drink handing it to me and saying, drink this. It was a stranger who took me to the bar. And ordered me one from a bartender. Okay.
0: Um, Safety being a top priority,
1: exactly. Obviously. And uh, at this point, I think it's about twelve forty-five.
0: Uh, Which I, is when you called me, right? Around about. Right when you got me on the phone. Yeah, I was a carry I was singing karaoke. That's right. Singing is a loose word. <laughs> um, it's more like ruining for everyone in anywhere near earshot. Yes, Adele. Yes, the top choice. For all drunk idiots everywhere, really.
1: It's the new journey. Pretty much, Adele is the new journey.
0: But I would think I would think that's close to accurate in bars around a college town anyway.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, then I we ended up skyping you because the bar had um, Wi-Fi, so we skyped you and right, had the right. shot with you. Uh, I don't know what it was. I had something.
0: I had rum, but I wasn't actually yeah. there, so that's really not. Uh,
1: I don't know. I, yeah, I had the one. I know I had the shot where like you. I think it was chocolate cake, where you take the the little lemon, the Uh, sugar lemon, and that one. I had one of those. Uh, And it's at that point that I stopped remembering the evening and had to be told things by others. Uh, Apparently, shortly after that, I ended up sitting on the bar, uh, which is something I've always wanted to do, so I'm kind of mad that I don't remember. I don't have the actual memory of sitting on the bar. Because you don't get to do that every day. No, you don't. No. Um, And I talked about my professor. And how it's cool that I'm gonna be not gonna be in class tomorrow. He knows me. We're cool. And uh I like was a good friendly drunk, so said uh uh gig and his girlfriend. And then uh, I think it's about probably two, two ish at this point when mm-hmm. we decided to go home. And at that point I everything of my good sense just went out the window. And um I'm walking back with Heather to her apartment. It was about 10 blocks, 7 to 10 blocks. Okay. Uh, so it's not a bad walk. It's a nice br- cold walk, whatever. Right. Halfway there, though, I uh, limp child my. No, I don't limp child myself. That is later. I used all of my energy to tackle Heather to the ground.
0: Right. It snowed that day, right?
1: Yeah, it had snowed. It was cold and wet on the ground.
0: Okay, so you're tackling Heather into the cold, wet ground. Like into the jerk. cold, wet
1: ground. I stayed on the ground and she got back up and tried to pull me out and i wouldn't i absolutely refused this is you just wouldn't get off the ground no i I didn't want to i wanted to stay there i thought it was comfy okay so that was where i limp childed myself which is when you you know when you try and pick up a little kid and they're just like nope and they go boneless you went boneless okay basically went boneless okay um and so she she tried yelling at me she tried hitting me I told her, no, leave me here. I want to be here. You want to lay in the cold ground. I wanted to lay there. Um, I still maintain that if she had gone to, like, 7-Eleven, which was a block away, and got me, like, nachos, and, like, just held them in front of my face like a cartoon character, that I would have just, like, levitated. She could have pied piper you home with some yeah, crappy food. like, that could have worked. Okay. Uh, And the, the best part about this, is where I tackled her was about one block from Gig's house in Westchester. So you easily had easily had correction home. If she, if I had given her gig's number or the, key, I could remember the key code to my phone. This could have been
0: avoided. As with many adventures, there are stupid decisions you make along the way that either enhance or hurt the adventure. Mm-hmm. So you sometimes get stuck with a situation like this. Exactly.
1: And uh, a cab driver drove by, did once, and then did, came around again and saw Heather still couldn't get me off the ground. So he got out and tried to help me. And then a police officer drove by and saw that I couldn't get off the ground, so he called me a cab or he called me an ambulance. Wouldn't
0: might be the better word rather than couldn't.
1: Yeah, I from was what I understand, abject refusal. Okay. Um, so he called me an ambulance, and I have lots of I have a couple fun pictures of me. And they like my friend Heather would not calm down. She was like. Hyperventilating, and I had also. To
0: be fair, your friend Heather is now trying to take a person who's basically comatose to a hospital on his birthday. Not necessarily comatose, because I was still co- I was still talking. Okay, but um, stupid at the minimum. Yes. To the hospital, and she's stru- stuck trying to take care of you. It's a tough spot to be in. And I had been I had a sharpie on my neck for my T shirt, and I
1: was also using that to mark my drinks. Okay. All night. So I had my shots on my left arm and my mixed drinks on my right. And I had said that mantra to Heather a couple times, so she knew exactly what to say. And it was like eight shots and three mixed drinks. Which is a substantial amount of liquor. Yeah. I mean... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's a substantial amount of liquor. And the, she, like through sobbing tears, was like, his shots are on his left hand and his mixed drinks are on his right hand. And they were like, "Yeah, no, he's fine. Like he, we've seen a lot worse for 21st birthday. He's just hypothermic. That's that's why he's going to the hospital
0: from laying in the snow like an from idiot, laying in the cold, wet snow." Did they say like an idiot?
1: No, I, I think they I don't know.
0: I think they probably should. They could have. Um, I think we should retroactively go back and add
1: like an idiot. And um, so all of a sudden, and then here's where we start to get to where I remember where I woke up and I just look around. I hear like the people chattering and the walking and the the hospital sounds. And then Squeaking I squeaky nurse shoes. Yeah, and little I,
0: kids screaming off in the distance. Mhm. And the beeping. The beeping was a classic. Cuz you're I mean not everybody might know this but you are like were for a time in your life like Mr. Hospital. Like mm-hmm. there wasn't a week that went by that you weren't in the hospital for yeah. some malady or another. You uh, you got hurt as a child more than two or three regular kids did
1: it's and it's why i now have a contempt for a deep-seated contempt for hospitals
0: like i had a i had a benign tumor removed from my ear that required like a several overnight stay when i was a child and i was still spent less cumulative time in hospitals than you for various stitches and cuts and things like that
1: and i've also ripped ivs out of my arm before as a baby
0: yeah i remember that as well you 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 weren't having any of it so the poor nurse had to come in and, and strap you down with a board always been a diva um it is true. You always have
1: been a diva. I woke up and I looked around and I turned to Heather and I said, Heather. And she looked at me and realized I was awake and talking and like leaned in. She's like, Yeah. And I went, I'm in a hospital. <laughs> she goes, Yeah, yeah, you are. <laughs> and then I look down at myself and I see that I'm in a hospital gown and I can see straight down. And I look at her again and go, I think I'm naked.
0: <laughs> did they have to like cut your clothes off?
1: No, they didn't cut them off. Okay, they took... that's good. I still don't know who took my clothes off. Well, probably some kind doctor. And um, I had a, I a catheter in, and that was awful as well. Ooh. Yeah. It Ooh. Was... They cathetered you? I did not hear that part of the story. Yeah, before. I didn't tell anyone that part of the story. Oh. This is exclusive. Exclusive to Adventure Bands. Yeah. Um. Oh, that's uncomfortable. Because I was like, get me a nurse. I need to pee. <laughs> So the nurse came over and she was like, you have a catheter in. And I was like, well, that's not happening. (laughs) So. And then the nurse was there and she was like, oh, we're awake. And I was like, I don't know where the fuck I am. I don't know how the fuck I got here. And I just want to be not here. And the nurse got very snippy with me. It was like, well, maybe it's because you were, maybe it's because you were here for hypothermia because you were lying on the ground. And I was like,
0: I'm <laughs> like so, an idiot. I
1: was like, I just woke up in a hospital. Can I get like a little kindness <laughs> no. before the snappiness? No.
0: Not because no, because you're there because you're stupid. No, but
1: the nurse was also rude to my friend Heather. She was like <laughs> trying to say she was a bad friend, and Heather was like, no, I was, I didn't leave him on the ground. I stood with him the entire time. I'm not a bad friend. <laughs> Um,
0: i might going just dragged you home in the snow.
1: So I just, so I, I literally was like, I was like, how do I leave? I don't know. I've never done this. Before. How do I leave a hospital? And, the, and a <laughs> kinder nurse was like, can you walk? And I was like, if it means I leave, then yes, please. <laughs> so I got up and I like shuffled over. I had my like little like grippy socks on. I'm carrying something and I'm people. I, sh- I maybe. And I'm shuffling off down the hallway and then I turn and I shuffle on back. So they
0: uncathetered you. No, not then. Okay, so you're still cathetering. Yes. Okay,
1: so where's the bag where that
0: would go? That out? must have been what it was. I was
1: in hole. I had to carry. You... <laughs>
0: <laughs> so they made you walk, carrying a bag of your own pee.
1: I don't even know because it, it, it didn't. It wasn't full. It wasn't like it, there was nothing in it. It was just the bag. So I get back, and then I realize that my ass has been out, and I turn to Heather, and I go, "You just saw my ass, didn't you?" And she goes, "Yes, I did, Andrew." And uh... Of the asses I've seen, yours is the only one. <laughs> um, and I was like, I I walked. Can I leave now? And so the woman was like, Yeah, let me get your discharge papers, etc., cetera, et cetera. So she goes back and she gives me a bag of soaking wet clothing, uh-huh. uh, my coat, yeah. which is still soaking wet, uh-huh. a little vomit. <laughs> and Heather and I look at it and I, like the nurse leaves and we go, I, I would have thought like a hospital would launder these things like. <laughs> What do you do if the clothes are covered in blood? Like, do you just give the bloody clothes <laughs> I think so. back? I would assume like, so.
0: Clearly, if that's the standard they're holding it to so like, you. like, here,
1: wear these disgusting... Like, you were here for hypothermia two hours ago. Put these wet clothes on and go back in the <laughs> snow. <laughs> and I was like... Okay, so I put on wet clothes. Oh, I was also wearing tights under... My dance
0: tights under, because I Wait, was like... Wait, y- y- we have to get to the part of this story that everybody wants to know. D- how painful was it to get the catheter removed? Oh, God, it was bad. <laughs> So, so she was like it out, clothes? and I was like, <sighs>
1: <sighs> and I was like, I just want to die. A scale of one to ten, what's that? What's the pain there? It was like an eight. An eight? Wow. Because it was just foreign, a foreign feeling. Because <laughs> it goes all in your bladder,
0: right? I don't know. <laughs> I, I have no idea how it works. I believe I that's how that works. Didn't
1: stick around to find out. I just.
0: <laughs> was this before so she comes in with the wet clothes and then she's like let me rip this tube out of your penis yes (laughs) or
1: maybe reverse either way it was
0: in quick succession so so let me rip this tube out and while you're there in agony she comes back with wet clothes Mm -hmm. like you're rolling around the bed you can't can't deal with it and she's like here put on these wet clothes and journey Mm -hmm. back into the cold night
1: and no it's morning it's six it's seven a.m okay into the the pre-dawn freeze then and uh, so I go I go to put them <laughs> on, and then I realized that uh, I wore tights to the bar, my dance tights, so I wouldn't. Free- I was like, oh, it's going to be cold. Those will keep me warm on the walk there and back. So you layered up? Yes. Okay. So I'm like, I'm not putting these on. In no circumstances am I putting tights on right now. Okay. So I was like, I'm just going to go commando in these jeans, these wet jeans, <laughs> and this damp t-shirt. <laughs> and Why didn't
0: you just keep the gown? Because. Cause I didn't think to. <laughs> I didn't know there was an option. You just keep the gown as a shirt and just sneak out of
1: there. I, w- I should have, in retrospect. And uh I go I put all my my shoes on, I get I get all ready. And uh they give me my form uh-huh. that says you shouldn't do anything today. Yeah. And uh, Heather took a picture of it and sent it to the stage manager of the AIDS Benefit, who is my former roommate.
0: And the AIDS Benefit is your fundraiser? A fundraiser for Broadway Cares, Equity Fights, AIDS. And and so it's like you do they, you, it's like a, a cabaret. Review, a cabaret review, okay.
1: Um, and it opened, my birthday was Sunday, and it opened on Friday. Just okay. Just so to give you a time frame. <clears throat> so we're at crunch time, serious rehearsals, and he gets a picture of me in the hospital holding the, f- the form that says you shouldn't do anything today. Right, don't let Andrew do anything. And I was like, I'm not coming to rehearsal. And that picture just filtered through the entire theater department <laughs> of me looking like just shit. And <laughs> frozen. Frozen holding the paper like... Frozen dog turned Andrew. And uh, so I get the, I get off the bed and I'm re- f- rifling through these papers and to add insult to injury, the last paper's like... You were admitted to the hospital for alcohol. You should talk to your friends and family to see if they think you have a problem with alcohol. And if you do, <laughs> you should follow these steps. And I was like, I'm not, I'm not an alcoholic. <laughs> I just turned 21. <laughs> leave me alone. So I get to the front desk, and then I look at Heather, whose parents are both doctors. And we look at each other. Sure. And we go, how do you leave a hospital? <laughs> she doesn't have a license, let alone a car. Yeah. Um, or car, let alone a license, to drive it. Yeah. And I'd have nothing. So I'm just, uh, we look around, and the nurse the nurse behind the counter just kind of chuckles at us. Yeah. And goes, do you want me to call you a cab? And we were like, yes. That would be lovely. That is exactly what we want. <laughs> <laughs> so she, like, laughs at us, and she's like, ha here you go. And so we call the cab, and we get them to show up. Uh-huh. And we take the cab to Heather's house. And it turns out we, like, later map-quested it, and it was, like, two miles. <laughs> Because Chester County Hospital is, like, right next to it. Right, right. It's not very far. At all. Like, it's it's a walk. Like, you could walk it. And we had no idea about any of this. So we get to the the place. Heather pays the cabbie. I, like, shuffle inside. And as I open the door, a friend who was at her house for my birthday the previous night wakes up off the couch doing a class and just kind of looks at us. And then shuffles
0: out the door. So she doesn't even want to know at that point. She's yeah. like, I'm done with you. Goes to
1: class and goes, so Andrew just got back from the hospital when I was leaving Heather's apartment. And so that even further spread the story. Sure. So I go and I plug in my phone, which is completely dead at this point. Okay. Uh, I had also texted my oldest brother and said, I'm in the hospital, period. You, I don't you, want mom to You know. also texted
0: me. Did I text you as well? Yes.
1: Just, I was like, I am I am in the hospital, period. I don't want mom to know. Period. (laughs) And then my phone died, so I plug my phone in. I open Facebook and I message my oldest brother to be like, "Hey, I'm my phone's dead. I'm not." Okay. And then I fall asleep, and Heather and I just fall asleep for the next four hours, (laughs) and wake up around one, and I have zero hangover from the IV fluid, sure, and the napping, and I was just like, "This is the worst day." And then I had to get phone calls from relatives and lie to them all about how I was just having a really chill day, just hanging out with my friends and, you know, getting some food, <laughs> you know. And uh, and instead you were basically just dying. L- asleep, watching Dark Knight Rises, eating a burrito bowl over the span of seven hours. <laughs> one burrito bowl in seven
0: hours. Just one bite at a time. Mm-hmm. That is uh, pretty thrilling adventure and one yes. which purports of you didn't have any pants at all yeah
1: and and then we realized that to pre-game going out to the bars we had watched Les Mis illegally online and only the Anne Hathaway parts because that's who I am as a person and the we were, the one part we li- watched a couple times is the lyric that says and the winter is coming on fast ready to kill literally and, your life that night literally store, hashtag my life <laughs>
0: Well the middle portion of our of our little adventure podcast is the uh, the hypothetical questions which I have written down on this card James Lipton style hypothetical questions yes yes they uh, they're hypothetical, totally random many of them stolen from the internet. So you are locked in a cage, no way out. The only way you're getting out is either in a body bag or as the victor. you can either face no weapons. You can either face one horse-sized duck or 100 duck-sized horses. Battle to the death. You have to kill all 100 duck-sized horses or the one horse-sized duck. Are they like Are they like ponies or are they horses? Look,
1: they're. Are they just small horses? They're horses they the size of a horses? duck.
0: They're full-grown horses, okay. but they're only the size of a duck. And they're bred to be vicious and attack you, just like the large horse-sized duck. I they think... will come after you. There's no, like, well, we'll just sit in there and commune together and, and share breadcrumbs. I'm gonna
1: say the horses because I feel like it's gonna be easier for me to conquer like a bunch of small things yeah. as opposed to one giant thing. Probably a good good thought. I just depends, also depending on the shoes I'm wearing, I could just start like stomping <laughs> like a bunch of bugs. You're gonna
0: commit oh, baby some tiny horse genocide with your feet, <laughs> basically just stomp them to death.
1: I, I if I if I need to get out of this cage, then I'm that's how I'm getting out of this cage. <laughs> I'll I'll stomp a bunch of horses.
0: Okay. Okay. Unlimited use for one year of either a chef, chauffeur, or masseuse, and no funny business with the masseuse. It's a standard massage you in a towel, leaves, goes about their day.
1: I'm gonna say chauffeur. Chauffeur, oh, drive you around all 100%. The time. Hundred percent. Okay, because it's so, it would be so convenient. Like I, you could go to the bars, get hammered, not have to worry about a damn thing. And like you could even like bring your friends along and be like, oh, it's cool. Sure. You two can also hop in the back seat of this car. Why not? Yeah. And I could also pretend I was in the Devil Wears Prada, again Anne Hathaway, and
0: just be the worst person on earth to this man who's got to live with you for a year. No, no, no,
1: no, no. I would be the good one. But like you could pretend that you're like, oh, I'm I'm a high powered person, but you're not. Just <laughs> you're just a schmuck with a magic chauffeur.
0: Okay. If you founded a country, what would be the national anthem? Song that already exists. You're not writing yeah. a new song. Um. So. <laughs> They hold the Olympics. You, as the only resident of the country, qualify in an event. You're lucky enough to medal. You get up on the podium. What What's What are we hearing well, for for first off, I don't know what
1: Magic event. I'm winning at the Olympics. <laughs> That's the, my first. My <laughs> first. Qual. Okay.
0: Okay. Good point. Yeah, uh, you get to go to the Olympics because you're a sovereign nation, and you get to walk in and do the intro. So you have the flag of of Topia and they have to play your anthem as you walk around the track. Okay. Huh. Everyone's guaranteed to hear their anthem at least one time during the Olympics. Got it. I think I would
1: have to go with. Let me let me look at my iPod and see what get some inspiration. Um, it
0: can be anything. It could be from a musical. It could be a regular song. Anything you want. It could be an instrumental piece. Anything you. Oh, like. that's true. All right, think fast. It's not something Beyonce. Something Beyonce. Something Beyonce.
1: Sure. Something Beyonce maybe single ladies
0: <laughs> so so you're walking around the, the national olympic uh, stadium oh, if you th- like, if you think i'm walking uh, to single oh. ladies you're sadly mistaken <laughs> so you're you're going to groove
1: i'm going to like you're gonna do, do the, the, the shuffle the, the lower air punch
0: i see and then the wrist, and left the and wrist right dribble. thing. Okay, okay. That's probably taking away all the cool superpowers: oh. flight, laser vision, invisibility. Well, laser vision's a lame one. Anything that you would think is remotely cool. What superpower would you choose? It has to be like something that can moderately make your life better, but can't really make you rich and famous. So you can't just turn into like, oh, now I have this ability, and now I don't have to work anymore. It makes your life better, mm-hmm. like minutely better. Minutely, it, it's measurably better. Okay. But it's not anything cool. It's not anything anyone would pay money to see. It's right. not anything that's gonna like get you a your own TV show. Nothing. An example, something like I often say, I want to have uh, theme music that I can just like know when a moment is what a moment is. There's a there's a good score. I cue it up and I know like is this a, is this like gonna go my way? Is this dangerous as I walk down this alley, or is it just somber mood music?
1: I think probably like like sponge brain okay like being able to learn things so you're a super learner a super learner like like learning like lines or like an instrument or like how to do something if i I like read it once and it's just like oh i can do this perfectly okay i think that's probably because like no one's gonna care about that it's like you could use it
0: technically though you could learn like every language or something like that yeah some sort of savant i could a lot i wouldn't that's not something I would do. That's borderline cool, but okay. I'll, I might learn a couple the languages,
1: but I, I'm not learning them all. That's, okay. a lot, that's a lot of time.
0: Well, assuming you have this power and you decide you're going to fight crime, even though it only helps you marginally, perhaps you read a martial arts book, what fictional sidekick do you choose to fight crime with you?
1: Does, oh, someone, like an already... An already existing sidekick. Oh, either Harley Quinn or Catwoman. Oh, those are both
0: bad guys.
1: Uh, no, but Catwoman is a neutral guy. <laughs> okay. She's amoral.
0: Harley Quinn is definitely a sidekick, so I definitely approve that. So I picked an an ambiguous uh, and uh, a sidekick and an evil evil henchwoman. Okay. What is the greatest fictional vehicle? Greatest fictional doesn't vehicle. have to be a car. Fictional vehicle yes. of any type.
1: Oh, the wicked witch's broom in Wizard of Oz. Mm. Totally. Like you can okay. skywrite with that shit. You can like fly. You can make things happen. Like it's just a great tool. Okay. Because she can all like she didn't just slide, like she would also like explode into smoke and like disappear. True. True. So she did poof with it. There's a bunch of different fun things you can do with that one. Oh,
0: okay. You go back in time and you can stop one invention from happening. What are you stopping? What the, are you wiping out in the Oh face the
1: Vuvuzela. Of?
0: The Vuvuzela? that's it?
1: I think that's what I... Because there's nothing else that I'm like, oh, this is, like, an abomination.
0: You don't even watch soccer, though, so you didn't even get the Vuvuzela. I still like,
1: hear it all the time.
0: Like on campus?
1: Sometimes. And, like, at the boardwalk, it's happened before. Okay. Um.
0: So you just know Vuvuzela, even though it doesn't really affect your life that no, much. No, it's just... A mo- like That's a pretty selfless invention to destroy, I have to say. Well, I don't
1: know. Like, There's nothing... That that like, No Fear Shakespeare. Just because I, like, ab- I think it's an abomination.
0: Uh, what's No Fear Shakespeare?
1: It's... It's like spark notes, but worse, because it's like the real Shakespeare on one side and like a modern translation on the other. And I want to see that. It's just the worst. It's like you take beautiful language, like, you know, be like for want of rain, for I could well beteem them from the tempest of my eyes. And it's like beautiful and heartfelt. And all of a sudden it's like, I could cry. And you're like, <laughs> you don't read Shakespeare <laughs> for the plot. You read it for the language. Okay. So either a vuvuzela or no fear Shakespeare. <laughs> basically,
0: <laughs> that is the greatest sentence anyone has ever said. Mm-hmm. Final question, hypothetical question round. Doc Brown pulls up to you. He opens the door and he says, "Andrew, I've got this golden ticket. I can take you to any concert, any when, any place. Any concert specifically, or just- concert? You can't. It's not a historical event. You're going to see live music. Damn, I was going to go to opening at Disney World. Um, could be future, could be past, but it, any live music. Oh, I'm going to use a
1: musical." All right, sneak... I'll,
0: I'll let that I'll let that slide, even though it's not really the question, but okay. But it counts, sort of.
1: Um, Spider Man, I... right? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Um, no, I think I would go and see the opening night of Patty LuPone in Sweeney Todd.
0: When, when what era are we talking here? It's
1: like early two thousands, but oh, like really? it was, so recent. It's recent, but it's like one of those few things that I'm like, I wish I had seen that.
0: Okay, see, I would have thought you would have gone way back.
1: Well, there's no. I don't really like old Broadway.
0: Like original Phantom performance. Or... I don't like. I hate it. <laughs> well, original Les Miz or like, original things whatever. Things like that.
1: But it's more. I like. I like the big name people. Okay. And they haven't been in things till more recently. Okay. So and *Sweeney Todd* is like my favorite show, and so it's. I think that's probably the best because I hate the original cast of Les Mis. Okay. Even though it's a, like my favorite show ever, the original cast is just awful.
0: Okay. Well, that concludes our getting to know our contestant, as it were, interview segment. So we're going to transition here. What the fuck was that? It's the Evil Dead! We are going to talk about the movie that we just saw, which was the uh, remake of Evil Dead. And as a way of uh, background information, um, I, I recently read this uh, in the sort of information of and reviews that were coming out when the, when the uh, new one was coming, that... Uh, they said the best way to watch the original Evil Dead movies is to start with Army of Darkness and work your way backwards because if you're not sure how much of uh, the horror you can really stomach, you start with the silliest, and then the second one's a little bit fri- more frightening, and the first one is still... Genuinely frightening. Exactly. So the idea was, well, you start on three, and you work your way back, and you stop whenever you're comfortable. Oh, see, you get uncomfortable.
1: i see, I know I waterboard people. <laughs> I'm like, you're, jumping, you're watching Evil Dead. Like, that's where we're starting. We're with. jumping right into tree rape yeah. and
0: horrible. Okay. Yeah. Because I, I actually did start with the third one. We, the first one that we watched, you watched with me, was uh, Army of Darkness, which I had uh, borrowed from, borrowed on VHS tape from someone, I think. And, I think so. And then watched that, and that was what... I think then I went back and got the first, and watched one and two.
1: You have that on VHS still, the house.
0: Yes. But the first one that I watched was definitely the uh, Army of Darkness, which is the silliest of all of them. So, the first one is the one that I personally watched the, the rarest, well, the, the least, the rarest. This is a terrible sentence. The one that I watch the least is, is the original Evil Dead.
1: Oh, see, I, I think that's the one I watch the most. Really? I definitely think so because it's on Netflix too. Oh, okay. So I can watch it anytime I want. Okay. I think I like I prefer that. So the original. I mean, it's fun to watch the second because of the story of like the behind the scenes story that like they lost all the rights. So the first thirty minutes are like the watered down first movie. Right. Um. But I I like I like the first one the most. I think.
0: Why is that? I'm curious. I.
1: I think it's the it's just the fact that it's, like, the original, and it's scary, and it's less about the shtick and about, like, Bruce being Bruce. Okay. It's more about, like, we're, like, a bunch of friends making a movie in the woods, which to me is, like, really appealing. Okay. Because I want to be that someday. Sure.
0: So I think So that... you like the kind of rawness of it, the DIY, and as well oh, as yeah. the, the genuine fright of it, because mm-hmm. it is genuinely frightening.
1: Oh, yeah, I remember. The first time I saw it, I hit you.
0: Yeah, yeah. The, the pencil. Pencil yep. in the yeah.
1: ankle. I just turn and just beat you. Yep. Because we were in the car. Yeah, because you didn't warn me, and I was <laughs> no, so I mad. No, I did not.
0: I did not. Yeah, there's a pretty graphic scene with a pencil and an Achilles tendon in the uh, in the original film, which transitions nicely because I think I think this remake is pretty much someone who only watched the pencil bit mm-hmm. and was like, oh, so not we, we just do that for two hours is what is what you're saying. We just pencils and Achilles tendons. Mm-hmm. So what is your initial? We watched it. We left the theater about. Um, Maybe an hour and a half ago at this point. So, what is your initial assessment of of watching the the remake? Uh, solid B+. plus. Okay, like an eighty
1: nine. Okay. Um, I figured a- we'd talk about it a little bit before we get into like the spoiler specific discussion. Mm-hmm. So, uh,
0: yeah.
1: it was a very like enjoyable. I don't usually get scared because I always I'm always like one step ahead of movies. Mm-hmm being like a designer and an actor and like a horror movie person. Yeah, just someone who watches a lot of them, frankly, is it's, it's more than enough. It's everything. I'm like, oh whatever. But this movie, like, it was like watching the crazies where oh it was different than that, because that was more of knowing what was going to happen, but like waiting for it to happen. Uh huh. This was more like I don't know what's about to happen and I can't watch it. I spent like at least sixty percent of the movie with like like the little crack of my uh like make a halt like a fist but like let a little bit of eye peek through so i could see like i would like focus on someone's face and keep it there so you got like one eyeball i would get like their reaction like (laughs) a person but and then like i knew there were a couple things that i was like oh this is probably gonna happen and then i forgot about it and they just sat on it yeah it happened and it was just like whoa
0: god there are obviously beats if you've seen the first one that you know are coming. Like, you know the chainsaw will come into play. You know mm-hmm. someone's arm is going to be coming off. You know um, you know there's going to be some... The,
1: the trapped over the basement. Yeah, yeah. The like, that's going to come into in play. Huge play. Yeah,
0: so you, it, it, it was certainly something that tried to hit all of the right points. There was some cutesy stuff, too, where one character had on a blue shirt. There was a Michigan State sweatshirt. So there was... There were some cutesy things, um, for lack of a better word, that were like, hey, you know, we know we respect this original. but." Uh, and I
1: sh- think that's probably the best way to do it. Right. Because the pe- most, a majority of the people are going to be the Evil Dead fans who are mm-hmm. very, very, like, intense about the movie. So if you're like, hey, we know you're there, don't expect the original, but here are, like, some fun things that'll make you think about it. Sure. That's probably like, the best way to handle it.
0: I would say that makes a lot of sense. I think we should talk at this point now a little more spoilery about it because um, it was sort of, to me, roller coastery Oh, no, totally. There's, there's big swoops and big dips where you're like, oh, no, oh, no, no. Okay. Oh, no, no, no. Okay. And uh, about halfway, in, uh, half an hour into the movie, I turned to you and said, it's only been a half an hour. I don't know how much more of this I can handle.
1: Oh, no, 100%. I was, it was just my whole body... Like, I feel like I worked out. I feel like I just did a full body workout. Yeah, yeah.
0: When I got in the car afterwards, my, my whole legs were tense, you know, thighs, hamstrings, calves, mm-hmm. and my back was tight, and my fingers were crampy from, from squeezing so hard into fists. I believe within that half hour we watched, we saw the the girl get set on fire in the beginning, and then mm-hmm. her head explode when she got shot. Uh-huh. We saw uh, the uh, my- my- Myra? Mia? Mia. Mia get uh, turned. Tree raped. Yeah, tra- raped. That's right. Raped by a tree slug thing. We, we saw that yeah, that happened. Yes, the, tr- the car crash sequence all happened. Right, and then the girlfriend of the other guy who got her face, he Just cut off her face with a mirror, and then her head smashed in with a bit, and her the boyfriend getting stabbed in the eye with a needle. Mm-hmm. So I mean, in a half an hour, it was beyond they, they over the top. That full, yeah. Yeah. Oh, and then the the knife in the tongue thing was like 5 minutes later. Uh-huh. So, er, uh, no,
1: no, the knife in the tongue thing was cuz she it was a little bit after that.
0: But I mean, within the first 45 minutes mm-hmm. we saw I mean, limbs removed, tongues destroyed by box cutters. I mean, it was gross. There was a thoroughly gross mm-hmm. uh hunk there. And then once the pedal had been to the floor for 20 minutes at a clip where I was like, I don't know how I like not that I was ready to walk out, but I was just
1: you needed I, to walk. You I, needed to like, get and take a lap around Yeah, the I'd like to get
0: up and walk up and down the aisle a little bit and just be like, you know, I need a second. I need to like not not be ready to, to, to throw up and, mm-hmm. and freak out. And then they eased up off the gas quite a bit and let the
1: movie kind of breathe. Then and, and that's what I, I liked. I think that was well done because it's similar to when they made The Omen. Um, there's a sequence where someone gets their head sliced off right. by like a, a plane of glass and the head just spins. And they like did research about how long people close their eyes when something scary happens and they found that it's an average of four seconds so okay. they held it on screen for six. So it was like they did the research of like oh someone's going to look back up and still see it. Yeah. So like I feel like that kind of effort went into it because I was so like tense and then i would be like oh okay I can relax nothing bad's happening. And I'm like wait no I'm still watching this movie. This right. is still the same movie. <laughs> something terrible is about to happen. But
0: psychologically you're like I can breathe a little mm-hmm. bit now even though you
1: know seconds
0: away. It is- would take
1: because as soon as like they were in the in the they were safe in the shelter outside or the, right. the whatever it was the, the shed the shed yeah and he was like you should go back inside and get something for me I was like okay I'm fine and then she walked back in the kitchen and I was like
0: wait no no I, this is still I'm not safe someone is alone by themselves this is a terrible idea this is the worst possible thing that could happen to someone in a horror movie mm-hmm. but despite that and even though the acting of everybody but Jane Levy Levy I'm not mm-hmm. sure how you say it was very average. I found myself really enjoying the whole ride of the movie. Oh, it was solid. Yeah, I mean, the the there was a little bit of a twist where you, I kind of thought they were going one direction and they went uh, a little bit different. Mm-hmm. With, uh, you know, that Jane's character kind of being the hero of the story after all, and and tying it back around to the little opening bit that I yeah. thought was pretty fantastic.
1: Although I act, there was one part I was surprised because they have been going so whole hog with every all the other effects in the shot in the movie. Yeah. That. The face removal was so tame. Yeah, like I was expecting. Like I've seen worse in like urban legend movies. Right, right. And like, cause the the book clearly shows someone remove like a whole face. Yeah, is they're removed. holding
0: their face like a sheet of paper. And it,
1: it but then when they showed her cut, like, like you heard her like sawing at her flesh like you heard it for so long and then you looked and she like just gave herself half a chelsea grin
0: which but, but they there was also a piece of her cheek on the floor that the and, guy slipped on and it was like that, where well, did it come from i wondered the same thing myself i
1: was like her other cheek is clearly still there
0: yeah she's only split her cheek yeah it didn't look as if she removed it It looked mm-hmm. more like a like a chelsea grin like you said mm-hmm.
1: um and i was like i was like i was expecting her to like have like a flap of skin like her, her forehead face, over her, her face eye or something. flapping yeah something
0: which is interesting because in our heads it was worse than what we saw Mm -hmm. because i was you and i both were sitting there with our hand like i had my shirt which i could see through it's this is a pretty thin shirt i had it over my eye and i was like this is dumb i'm just gonna watch it Mm -hmm. and i'm whispering to you like the play-by-play what's happening because i wasn't sure if you were looking or not and i was like okay he's in the room but the bathroom door is closed (laughs) now he's touching the knob now the bathroom door is open now he's walking to the the light bulbs flickering the light bulb's not working it's sort of flickering. Now he's walking to the shower. That has a curtain now that didn't before. Right. You can hear the you can hear the sawing. I'm sure you hear it. It's really mm-hmm. grisly. Oh oh her face is on. And at that point you took her hands away and it was like, Oh, she just has a big I don't don't get me wrong, it was gross, but it was I was expecting Someone's face in their hands. Especially
1: like. considering all the, the range that they did for everything. Like, they've set someone on fire, and right. you watch that fire consume them. And then they shot her and her head exploded. Yeah, like, someone cuts off her arm, and it, like, dangles and just falls. Right. And I was like, what? What Did you just, like, get lazy for that one second? Somebody
0: split their tongue with an X-Acto knife and then made out with somebody... Uh, Someone vomited blood for like at least a full minute into somebody's mouth. It was I was like,
1: it was some it was like it was like someone else designed that effect than yes. all the other effects.
0: It looked it it was it was a little more tame than it, than everything else in it, which I was surprised about.
1: Especially because then how she died two seconds later, like literally, you saw her brain.
0: It <laughs> yeah, it me. was it was oozing on the floor. There was just actual brain bits. So I was surprised, and I was like, fully expecting some evil deady, you know, deadite. Uh, Dude, am I still pretty? And with mm-hmm. a weird voice while she's holding your face. You thought her. me beautiful once. Yeah, exactly. That would have been a great way to great way to pull that in. The other thing that I thought was strange is they changed the Deadites to that weird clicky noise that they would make when they were changed. And it took a lot of the fright away from me.
1: Mm-hmm. I don't know if you felt the when same they were like, When like, their heads would cl- like. they,
0: they were turning their heads and making sort of like a... Mm-hmm. And it's, I'm not very good at replicating it, but it was... It almost struck me as like an alien invasion type thing, where the they've got this character who's now is an alien, and they're in a weird space, and they're you know not really themselves, like uh, the host or um, not the host, the uh, invasion of the body. Snatchers yes, thank kind of you. Thing. Yeah, invasion of the body snatchers, where suddenly they're not themselves anymore, and they're they're in a weird space. It didn't mm-hmm. feel to me like a demon; it felt more alien-like.
1: See, I've seen demon movies where they do something like that. Yeah. So like that wasn't that far off. I was just kind of like.
0: But it was never what they did with the deadites before. It was always Mm -hmm. that, you know, like the weird kind of doubled, tripled, echoey voice and which was uh, which they did
1: do also in this. Yeah, I did it. It was well done. That voice is frightening to me. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just the doubling or tripling. And I have a hard time being because I recently got into Bioshock. Uh, and if anyone plays that, there's the little sisters, and they also have a double voice or triple voice. So I'm used to hearing that and I'm like this isn't super scary. Okay. For cuz I'm like I'm used to being adorable little girls like and having to protect them. Right, right. So like I was like, "Eh, it's not super scary, but I I I liked the way they paid homage to the previous Deadite makeup design okay and still created something new and and, and relatively original because the contact lenses were I I thought those were very frightening. I
0: thought so too. They they, they kind of made the actors' eyes yellow and reddish. Mm-hmm. And, and they did, Inhuman. A, yeah, very very dead like. Um, the other thing that I was wondering is in an era where we've seen sort of the deconstruction of the Cabin in the Woods movie in the last year or two with the Cabin in the Woods and uh, Tucker and Dale versus Evil, which mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen that I as well. Seen it yet. I've heard great things, but I've it's seen a it. similar type of deconstruction to this type of movie. But you did see Cabin in the Woods, mm-hmm. okay? Oh, I, I love it. Okay, my favorite. So it's interesting that having just recently watched both of those within the last 6 months i found myself still kind of frightened at this yeah definitely and it's it's interesting that given these parodies have come out and kind of taken away the the
1: initial fear yeah
0: they i mean they kind of took the the, the joke to them really it was like oh look how silly this is look at this goofy trope look at that goofy trope mm-hmm. and while they hit a lot of those goofy tropes of the like Oh, someone goes off by themselves, and then they get picked off, and like, uh, oh, someone does reads a book out of the basement. It's got Mm -hmm. barbed wire and a bag wrapped around it, and is written in a foreign language that says, don't read this book. Mm -hmm. I still didn't find myself being like, oh, this is dumb.
1: Yeah, I, I think it's sort of, I think with Cabin in the Woods, it's almost daring the movies to step up their game.
0: That's a good way to look at it. And
1: I think it's kind of like, especially with Joss Whedon, because he is such, he's so, you know, a center of nerd culture of himself, not just the things he creates. Right. That like, it was almost like, he was like, hey guys, you're kind of, you're you're lacking. You, you haven't been stepping up your game lately. Let's see, what do you got? Bring me something new.
0: And even though he wasn't that involved with Cabin in the Woods beyond writing, and he still obviously is part of that creative process for it. Mm-hmm. And I think this movie
1: was sort of like the response, to, like you should watch Cabin in the Woods and then when you're like oh cuz it like cabin in the woods it has some genuine scares and yes. then at the end you're like oh whatever it's kind of fun it all kind of falls off then then watch this and you're like okay now i remember why cabin in the woods is a fa- like why cabin in the woods works right it's kind of
0: like a good foil that's cabin a good that's a good way to look at it i hadn't uh, i hadn't considered it from that perspective but it is interesting um that they, you know, the cabin in the woods is probably the oldest horror movie trope, just because it's so damn easy to make the cabin mm-hmm. in the woods movie. Got, it isolates everyone right right away, and
1: you can kind of throw. It's like it's like using computers in the early nineties. Yeah, like
0: they were mad. Like you could
1: do anything with a computer in the early
0: nineties. Right, they're magic, mm-hmm. and now. So you're like
1: it, once you're in a cabin out of the woods, like you can have the devil, you can have witches, you can have ghosts, you can have a murderer, like you can have anything you want, and it, people will be like, oh, okay, you're in the middle of nowhere, why not? Right, it's
0: a perfect way to get away with anything you need to get away with. You can write yourself out of any hole in any corner you provide because, well, there's nowhere to go, there's nowhere to, no help on the way, there's no anything mm-hmm. like that. So it is it is sort of the perfect setting, and it's interesting that having seen. Easily a hundred movies that take place in the cabin in the woods. Mm-hmm. I still could get under this and really enjoy it, and find myself frightened, and not just grossed out, but tense, tense sort of uh, something's coming around the corner and I can't stop it, kind of frightened. Which and genuine screams, yeah. even. Which yeah.
1: I I don't think I've screamed at a horror movie in a very long time. No, no, this is and this like that. I like. Gen- like Nathan Lane in the Birdcage
0: screamed at one point, right, which made me laugh because mm-hmm. I was so I was so shocked to hear you actually be like Aah! that. I was I couldn't help myself. In, yeah,
1: but I life. was like, oh god, I
0: I'm so invested in these characters and in this movie. Right, you just want them to get out. Like mm-hmm. you just want it not to be happening to them anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, the the last thing I want to touch on, which is kind of uh, cheeseball, is that uh, the the stinger, which I thought was pretty much the biggest waste of, of anything on Earth. Oh, yeah. uh, with with Bruce Campbell, um, I I have not seen if it's actually true, but I did read. We discussed really briefly uh, that they had filmed something that was a little more on the nose homage to Bruce, but uh, weren't able to do it. do Do you foresee uh, that? Do you think they're they're telling the truth that they're eventually going to wrap uh, Mia and Bruce together in the same uh, same universe? I think they could, because it is interesting that Mia lost her left hand and Bruce lost his right. Yeah, um, but I think
1: because the the so-called real stinger was that she was see- she was she's a, she's still a dead right and i don't really like i don't appreciate that as no much.
0: i think that would have been terrible
1: it was like well then is there i guess there's no way to like i guess we're all gonna lose anyways like, right what's the point right it's a very and, that would have
0: been a very bleak ending just from that perspective
1: and it's nice to have it because like even with something like drag me to hell yeah where you have that like oh someone you've been rooting for for like two hours you're like spoiler she's fine yeah spoiler (laughs) alert she's like oh great she's no she didn't nope she's the 11th hour she just died
0: she's literally going to hell
1: and it's it was like i was like i was like i'm not i don't need another one of those like it it was different i was like that's not appreciated because it was like you set up that these are the three ways you can deal with this and then you used one of them and it was effective and it worked and you can't just be like oh i lied Cause then it was then it's like well why should I, why would I why should I bother to keep enjoying this movie and watching
0: it sure so. no I think that's a, that that would kill rewatching for me I think which mm-hmm. makes it kind of hard to rewatch if you know that it's it all goes away there's no there's no happy ending even though you know no one really has a happy ending in a horror movie because we all know there'll be an Evil Dead two in another year or so and we'll see what happens to me as further adventures there mm-hmm. um would are you on board for Evil Dead two will you be will you be there lining up to see me as adventures again. I don't know. I think
1: if they play it right,
0: I would certainly go watch. So you're going to, even after, as good as this was, you need a you need a trailer to decide? Yes. Okay. Because
1: the way, like especially the way Evil Dead to Evil Dead 2 originally worked was like, oh, we had to like recap the first movie and then get into a second movie. So it worked, but it was like, I'm like, there's no reason for, like, if she goes back to this cabin... I'm just not gonna see it because that's stupid. Right. I'm like, there's no if it, what if it, Well, like, oh,
0: she can't really go back to the cabinet. Yeah, she it, set it on fire and it, it burned.
1: But if there's like, oh, she has to go back to get something or like she needs closure. Like, no, you don't need like your closure is leaving. Right. Your closure is chopping someone in the mouth. Yeah. And leaving. Right. So like, if that's how where they're gonna take it, I'm not on board. Okay. If they're gonna take it and like her friends like are like. We're gonna go on a vacation. Lols, J.K. It's actually a cabin in the woods. Right. Then I'm like, okay, they're terrible friends, but I can see that because sure, it's, it's reasonable for her to be there without yeah. being like, oh, I'll totally like, I'm rearing to go back to
0: another abandoned creepy cabin in the woods. Exactly. Yeah, there will have to be some sort of switch. Perhaps, uh, perhaps uh, evil can can stalk her in other ways because mm-hmm. the book was never really dealt with. Yeah, the book's just laying on the ground there.
1: Mm-hmm. Or, or if they, or if they don't bring Mia back into it. And they, like, f- have another, have, a, have a, everything happen to another set of people. I think I could be on board for that.
0: Okay. Just a fresh mm-hmm. slate. Fresh oh. Okay. Kind of like the
1: Saw movies, how there's, like... I mean, I hate those, but... And the idea that there's the same premise, but, like, a whole new crop of people. Right. And, like, new things can happen, but there's the idea that, like, oh, there's this book still out there. Like, The Ring, or... Is it The Ring? That's got the, the tape...
0: The videotape and The Ring, yeah, yeah. yeah. the yeah.
1: fact that there's, like, still this evil book out there that can still hurt you. So it could happen to anyone. Okay. Or like in um, is it Cabin Fever, where you find out that the water supply is like going everywhere? Right, right. Like that kind of thing. where you are like, oh no! Like I think, if, or if the book had been washed down, scre- down so screen, you'd rather like see Jumanji. it get scaled
0: up, like somebody else picks up the book and suddenly it's loose in a city or something yeah. absurd like that. Like okay. J-
1: like how Jumanji has the ending where it's like they wa- they think they wash it away or like the book gets washed down the river. Right, and it goes to it ends up some campsite. Okay, and like that kind of thing. I think I could watch that.
0: Okay. Well, that is going to do it for the inaugural episode of Adventure Pants. Thank you for taking tonight's little adventure or this afternoon, whenever it is you decide to listen, little adventure with us. Thank you, Andrew, for being on the show. Thank you, Trip, for having me. And I will leave you with the ultimate piece of advice, folks, is that if you're going to adventure, be sure you don't forget your Adventure Pants.